Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Have you met Paddy McFlaherty? He is an Irish man who likes drinking, fighting, and he loves potatoes. It's a stereotype, obviously. Uh, we all know, but it's also what a lot of people in the world think of us when they think of Ireland. Now, Epic, the Irish Emigration Museum, wants to tackle these stereotypes head on. And Nathan Mannion is the head of exhibitions and content for Epic. He joins us now. Hi, Ed. Nathan, how are things? Morning, Dave. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for coming on. And tell us about Paddy McFlaherty. How did you guys come to create a character like him? And to be fair, you know... We all believe that we're not uh, the sum of our stereotypes. We're far richer and more diverse as a culture than that. But how did Paddy McVarty come to be? Yeah, it's a great question. So for anyone who hasn't had a chance to come down and visit, like we're the Irish Immigration Museum. So we're really concerned with what does it mean to be Irish? How do we define our culture abroad? Who are the 70 million people around the world that identify as Irish? And how do they do that? So obviously stereotypes are a big part of that. Um, so based on Google search results as well for, you know, the Irish are known for or how is Irish just defined, these are the top terms that come up. So we have things like fighting, drinking, the Irish are drunks, you know, they love potatoes, um, they're known for their tempers and holding grudges and all this sort of thing. So what we did is we took that information and we created Paddy McFlaherty. So he is a sort of CGI that we made with an animation studio called Pranabar mm-hmm. to kind of give a visual reference to what would an Irish person look like if all of these were the case. And isn't it dangerous then that you may actually be shining a mirror on some people go, oh my God, I'm Paddy McFlaherty. <laughs> Yeah, well, I suppose that that's part of part of the reason behind the campaign as well is like these stereotypes exist. Like the data is there to show that this is how we are perceived um, through through these Google search terms, and we want people to have like I suppose a moment of reflection. Like, what aspects of these stereotypes do resonate with you? Mm. Or maybe there's a is there a kernel of truth in it? What's the historical origin for them? Are they outdated? Can you tell us actually? Yeah, what, why? I mean, where did the fight in Irish come from? I mean, like there must be an actual historical record of it in, as opposed to just kind of we all accept it and, oh, well, we're sure we love a fight after a few points. No, like, it must have come from somewhere. Yeah, that's right. So part of the work on this on this project as well is, is kind of tracing back these stereotypes, trying to get a sense of where they came from and how they've kind of lingered around. So there's lots of different origins for, say, the fighting Irish or the Irish love drinking, but a few of the most common ones actually only go back to about the 19th century. So... Um, anyone who might be familiar with the punch cartoons, these were a satirical kind of uh, British um, cartoons depicting everything, kind of politics, society and so on. Mm. But the Irish generally got quite a raw deal in these. So if you look back, you'll see generally they're depicted as lazy, violent, um, often as apes and all sorts of different things. Daniel O'Connell's depicted as a potato himself at one point from a cartoon, cartoon from 1845. So they're not very flattering. And really the whole point behind them was to show that Irish people weren't uh, fit for self-government, that they shouldn't ro- run their own affairs, that they weren't capable of doing it. Okay. And so then later on, when Irish a, people start to, yeah. political agenda to trying to per- make the rest of the British Empire and the rest of the world perceive the Irish in a certain way. Yeah, it was basically like the, the core of it was don't take them seriously. They're not mm. able to do it. 
And then later, after the famine, a lot of Irish peoples, you know, would have arrived in places like North America in huge numbers, over a million people in the 10 years after the famine began. And, you know, this was a huge culture shock for anyone who was already living there. Like, there had been Irish immigration beforehand, but in much smaller numbers, yeah. and mainly coming from Ulster. Um, with this, you had people who were penniless. They might not have spoke any English whatsoever. They didn't have any social connections or networks there that they could rely on. And, you know, there was no safety net. So they were desperately looking for work to just keep themselves afloat. Um, but that, you know, ruffled a lot of feathers for people who were already there. And they used similar kind of adverts and cartoons to basically discourage people from hiring Irish people for these jobs by saying, no, they're not trustworthy. They're too violent, potentially criminals, dangerous. You don't want to do that. Stick with us. So they've kind of persisted from there. Right. And so given now that we are here in 2022 and, um, you know, we've certainly moved on as a, as a culture and we hope that everybody has moved on around the world. But. What? Why now? Why create Paddy McFlaherty now? I mean, will will we be able to change these stereotypes and affect Google search outcomes? Do you think? Yeah, well, I suppose it's one of the reasons the museum is here as well. So we are relatively young; we're about six years old, so we're not around that long. But what we found, we've had visitors coming from all over the world. They're, you know, many of them have Irish lineage themselves, and they're very keen to one find out exactly what that is, and two figure out what does it mean to be Irish. So if you visit the museum, you'll find that okay, we do obviously we we talk about Irish involvement in like alcohol production or or you know um, Irish boxing or wrestling or mm. whatever it might be but um, there's also great scientists there there's yeah. also inventors architects you know the White House was designed by a Kilkenny man the Sydney Opera House by a Loudman you have um, and you've uh, craters on the moon named after Irish astronomers like Agnes Clark one of the hardest substances in the world Lonsdalite which is harder than diamond is named after Kathleen Lonsdale another Irish scientist so we have hundreds of stories of real individual Irish people who've emigrated or their descendants and we like to use those stories to really paint a true picture because the only way to get past the stereotype is to learn the truth so find out what the real lived experience was and start to share those stories. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, there are also good stereotypes that we lean into, you know, the Cade Mila Falcher, we're the land of a thousand welcomes and all that. And I mean, we do pride ourselves on that. We pride ourselves on the greenery of Ireland, the, the physical beauty of it. I mean, there's lots of things that we we like and we presumably would like to, you know, to continue as a perception of the Irish. But then there is also a huge, I mean, like even saw, I think it was on Love Island, if Sean's the Love Island watcher here. But wasn't there a case when Jack, was it Jack was in there and it was something like, do you have shopping centres in Ireland? Or something like even then that was that was across the water in the UK in 2022. <laughs> like it wasn't, you know, in the 1840s. Somebody wants to know, do we have shopping centres? So I suppose we are fighting a battle against a lot of cultures uh, who just are insular enough not to know what's going on around the rest of the world. Yeah, look, and that's the case. And, you know, it's not all about, about the 19th century. You know, basically kind of Hollywood depictions of Ireland, uh, depictions in popular media abroad as well. For people, that could be the only time they ever encounter Irish culture or mm. learn anything about Ireland. So they meet someone from Ireland. You could be on holiday. Maybe you've just emigrated, whatever it might be. And, you know, they immediately, and it's experiences I've had myself, you know, people, oh, you're from Ireland. Do you want a drink? Or, you know, <laughs> these things are, are persistent today. They're not ancient history by any means. Yeah. Okay, well, Nathan, I hope people go down to the Epic Museum, just first of all, because it's actually epic. I've been down myself a few times and it's brilliant, but uh, Nathan Manning is the head of exhibitions and content for Epic uh, down in CHQ. Go down and have a look, and uh, if you keep an eye out for Paddy McFlaherty and see, <laughs> does it resonate with you and what can we do to change those stereotypes? Nathan, thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks very much, Dave. All the best. See you later. Bye-bye. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.